let's do it. Nick. Start well, us off. Welcome to Beers with Nigel. It's a podcast about what? It's about beer. And other things. And other stuff. And other stuff. Brought to you by? It is brought to the good people by Dyer Oil Graphics. Dyer Oil Graphics. Downtown Lee Summit, local company. They make all sorts of things. All of the merchandise and swag and branded material you need for your businesses, especially your breweries or tap rooms. These are the people you should go see. So if you've seen the look at look, oh, oh. look at that! <laughs> Shout out right there. We're gonna do we're gonna do 15 minutes now on the fact that our guest that we haven't even introduced yet just threw up a quarantine tap room hat. We've already dubbed him most prepared guest. Um, <laughs> our guest today is Brett Wooderson. He is the president of ZZ Hops, which is a Homebrew Club here in Greater Kansas City, one of four. Can I say uh, it's the premier? The premier. Club? I think it's the oldest, if I'm not mistaken. Am, am I am, am I making it up? No, right. no, it is the oldest. Right on. Hey, welcome to the show, bro. Thanks for coming. Oh yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, we've already dubbed you most prepared guest because you had the quarantine cap from from Dire Oil Graphics, and uh, let's see what you have in your bag. We oh, said drink okay. beer, and he brought beer. He Don't bring. Pre- just show us the whole bag, man. Oh, the whole bag. You yeah, want the just, whole bag? Yeah. yeah, he presented this yeah. entire bag of beer. <laughs> we told him, you know, if you're going to be out, you have beer. He's like, well, I'm prepared. So <laughs> that might be more beer than you brought. Maybe. But my beer is with, um, it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to have a, ba- a bag <laughs> beer contest here. So, Brett, what, what are you drinking, man? So right now I'm drinking uh, a pumpkin spice latte porter that we just finished up. Uh, I carved it Monday, so it's still very, very fresh. Freshly tapped yesterday. Nice. Nice. So how many taps do you have at your house? Uh, two, two on the okay. kegerator, but I have two kegerators and a refrigerator that's filled. I'm sure the wife is happy about that. She's thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> does the wife drink of your beers? She does not drink beer. So perfect. She's a cider person. But so you get to make it, and it's all yours. Yes. <laughs> Pretty smart. That's a, that's a good setup. That's, um, it's a double-edged sword sometimes, though, because I have so much beer that I can't finish it all, especially when I can't go out and meet people. <laughs> true. That's true. Uh, let's give our first shout-out to Junior. 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 Uh, we're drinking uh, surveys. Uh, survey. Surveys. Service. That's stupid. <laughs> it's service. That, that fine lady has been a guest on our show. The, the <laughs> least you can do is get her name right. Correct. <laughs> uh, we're drinking the Restless Soul series. It's the uh, Imperial Porter. It's the Snickerdoodle version. It's quite tasty. Um, last last episode we had we had the uh, the French toast French version. toast version. And I'm going to tell you this: Snickerdoodle tops it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Courtney, you hear that? Your your number one fanboy says uh, Snickerdoodle is better, or he likes it better. So fanboy. anyway, so Brett, let's get into this, man. Uh, president of ZZ Hops. Um, I've been in that homebrew club for gosh eight years. Uh, never homebrewed ever, but that's a whole different <laughs> episode. Uh, how long have you been in the in the group now? Oh gosh, um, I think I've been in the club for. I think four or five years now. That's what I, that's what I guessed. So four mm-hmm. or five years. He actually brews beer, and he's the president. And he's the president. And you've been in eight years. Yeah, I never made a beer. Never been in the office. I never had an office, or you know, <laughs> yeah. And no titles like no FA, no or no. presidente, no. <laughs> Chief. I, I've gotten I've got none of those. <laughs> so, so so I know we you know we go through over the years and we have, you know new officers and that sort of thing. How'd you end up becoming president? Well, um, I think it was like, I had been in the club for a couple of years and uh, Mac reached out and was like, Hey, you want to be on the board? And um, I said, well, sure. What do you have open? So I picked the uh, social media. So oh, I remember that two years, I was the social media chair and um, the president the past year was going to step down this year and uh i just saw it as an opportunity that let's let's see if i can i can run this show and uh kind of take the reins 
So I just are, I put my name in that ring. What are the duties of uh, Homebrew Beer Club president? <laughs> <laughs> I, I assume that one is brew beer and the second is drink beer. But after yeah. that. Well, you don't even have to brew beer. You just have to like beer. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, president is is just simply to uh, make sure that the club stays running and um, just kind of guide us to a good place. So yeah. to the uninitiated who people who have never been in Homebrew Club, how would you describe ZZ Hops and what what we do and what you know that sort of thing? How would you do, if you were recruiting somebody? Hey, this is what we do. What would you what spiel would you give us? Well, um, I would say that uh, we we always use you in our our spiel too, Nigel. Uh, we don't <laughs> as, we, we as don't you should, name, but we we're like you know we're just a group of guys that like to meet talk about beer, brew beer, and drink beer, and we're all skill levels from I've never brewed a beer to I'm a professional brewer. Right. So you don't even have to brew beer to be in the to be a member. You just have to enjoy it. Right on. I mean that's that's the easy button right there, isn't it? That's that's the easiest club to join. You know, that that was a beauty before COVID when we used to have our meetings because we would meet in different places, you know, uh, once a month and we people would bring their home brews, bring commercial beers, we would drink beer talk about beer, have a speaker, drink some more beer. It was, you know, I miss those days, man, where mm-hmm. we could actually get together. Um, well, you know, you know, since you've been, you've been president during the COVID, how's, how that, how's that been? It's, it's been a what's, challenge. What's changed for you? Yeah, what's changed? It's definitely been a challenge because um, I took over in March, <laughs> right, <laughs> as, uh, right as this whole thing started, really, to amp up. And uh, the the biggest thing we've been trying to do is to keep the active members, you know, active and keep people happy and, and still doing stuff. So um, there at the beginning, we were doing like once a, once a week, every Monday, we had a, a guest speaker from either a brewery or um, from Casey Hopco. We had them out and uh, we just talk about a topic and uh, we had a few just hangout sessions where we just hang out and BS and uh, it's been fun give people something to do but that's i mean that's the biggest thing is pivoting from being able to meet to not <laughs> right right well and I, and I would think i would think a video call bottle share is not <gasps> as fun yeah weeks yeah. the they're interesting aren't they, they they're, they're, it, they're probably not as fun but you get some weird shit happening on, on calls man yeah. I'd, I'd say some of the things that happen on those on the zoom uh meetings for the club some of that stuff would never happen in person oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> some of the things that are said we're like you know because oh. we'll have we'll have the uh the speaker and then we'll have a question and answer session and then they just like that one pod we did with mac at the brewery we just opened all the mics and people just went left mm-hmm. <laughs> and by that point everybody's drunk so yeah well and i i think i think at, for at least for us i think the open mic session at the end was longer than the actual show <laughs> <laughs> that, that that is fair so how much of how much history do you know about the club i you know i have i know several of the past presidents because i've been in the club for almost 10 years what um do you what any any anything you can give us that maybe i don't know you know i don't i don't know a lot honestly i don't really know a lot about the history of the club i know they used to meet over at the sportsman's lodge all the time um, that was one of the first meetings I ever went to in Lake Lotawana. Yeah. And I was like, wow, we have a meeting out of here. <laughs> it was super <laughs> weird. Says the Sportsman's Lodge. That's yeah. way out there. It's like, well, it's right down the street from me, but right. <laughs> for everybody else. Yeah, it was super weird. Yeah. So I want, I do you know but, that we have had a lot of members become pro brewers? But yeah, we're pretty prolific at that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't know of any of the other ones like the Mashers or the Meisters that have as many pro brewers come out of there as we do. And we yeah, I don't. I'd, I'd be I'd be hard pressed to to find another club that has that, that many people who are have opened or opening breweries. I yeah. mean, it's it's ridiculous. And, and is that rare? Even if you look at like other areas, I mean, outside of KC, yeah, I don't know. I mean, everybody starts as a home brewer, but mm-hmm. I don't know if they're if they're in clubs or if right. you know. I, I'd be curious to know. Um, you know, one of the things we talked about doing when we started the show was to talk. You're the you're the first club to get be on the show, so 
you know, at some point I'm going to get Missouri Mashers or uh, Johnson County beer, you know, uh, syndicate, whatever it's called. I don't think it's called syndicate, but it know, should be society. Johnson County beer society. So, I, like, I like syndicate better. But I'm I'd, I'd, I'd be curious to know to get, you know, maybe one of those guys on and, and find out, okay, how many people have really hopped into good job. Nice. Good job. Good job. I've hopped into, uh, you know, gone from homebrewer to, to uh, professional because that's, you know, I can count probably 10 people out as easy hops. And, and Des, Des Jones, I don't, I'm, sure, I'm not sure she was a member, but she used to come to the meetings. Yeah. And now she's assistant brewer at Big Rib. Oh, not I Big know. Rib, uh, Torn uh, Label. Torn Label. Torn label. Yeah, I did go see her yeah. last week, last weekend, two weekends ago. Nice. Yeah. It, 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 we, we talked about this too, though. It just see, it seems like even as those those that move from the club, well, I guess they don't leave the club, but they, they go from club to, to pro brewing, and then they just start like encouraging others. Hey, you should do it too. Right. I mean, it's the little history I know about the club. Um, we call him the Godfather, uh, Dave. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, he was in the club. Well, he started homebrewing before it was legal, <laughs> before Jimmy Carter said you could do it. 78 yeah and zz by the way for that (laughs) come on i should get points i should get points for throwing out 78 okay great good job (laughs) (laughs) no but um to my recollection he was in zz hops in the 80s that's how far the club goes back you know it was kind of loose loosey goosey even when i got in it there weren't weren't a bunch of people but over the years over the last maybe six or seven years the numbers really went up. A lot of new people, including yourself. Um, I, before before ZZ Hops, were you were you even dabbling in beer? Were you just drinking? What were you doing? Uh, I had kind of brewed a little bit, uh, mostly extract stuff, but I hadn't really got into it into it until I joined the club. Who suckered you into getting into the club? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Brian. Uh, Bry Fry. Bry Fry. Can't pronounce his last name. Yeah, he he uh, was up at Grains and Taps back when they were still in the old Fringe building. Right. And uh, he had a ZZ Hop shirt on. I was like, "What is that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, need, I need to know what that is." <laughs> I mean, that's how I got involved. Um, Will Jennings, mm-hmm. when when Grains and Taps was still just a homebrew store, Will was brewing, and I met Brian and Brad. I'm like, yeah, come to a meeting. I remember coming to the first meeting down when it was, uh, you know, grains down the street. And I was like, well, I'm, I have nothing to do once a month on Mondays. I can drink some beers with, <laughs> with random people. It's perfect. <laughs> hey, speaking of beer, what are you drinking now? What'd you crack open? So this is the uh, Fairy Nectar Double Dry Hopped Hazy IPA from Cross Strain. Oh, yo, you got some good nice. shit, man. Oh, yeah. Wow. Great brewery, by the way. Oh, yeah. Um, is, is that Omaha? Uh, yeah. Like, yep. Yep. Omaha. Speaking of beer, it's time for Nick needs a mystery beer. It's time for mystery beer. So you see the bag, right? Uh-huh. The, <laughs> shout out to Tony, <laughs> Tony Medina. He's. I think he borrowed it. Borrowed it. Acquired. Acquired. Procured. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your first mystery beer, Nick. There you go. Oh, that's classy. Brown paper bag. There you go. <laughs> we're we're all about sound effects here. You while I while I get this, we probably ought to get his uh, craft beer origin story. Yeah, I'd be curious to know. Um, yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah, boy, boy, boy. Boy? Yeah, boy. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, boy. Logboat Brewing Company, India Pale Ale Logger. Why are we saying it like that? Because it's spelled B U O Y. See what they did there? <laughs> <laughs> Brett's like, what I'm, are you guys I'm doing gonna, over I'm there? Put this into the camera. There you go. Yeah, boy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah. Logger. Logger. Wait, so, wait, wait. Oh, eh, meh, meh, decent. Six. Six. <laughs> it's five. So, oh. Brett, Brett um, so obviously you're a beer drinker. You're a, you're a brewer. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, what was your first craft beer that you remember drinking? You, any, any recollection of that? I do, and I I probably share the same as a lot of people in Kansas City. But it, my first craft beer was a Boulevard Pale Ale. Right on. And then I moved from that to the wheat, and then I was like, oh, this is this is pretty good. Because before that, all I had was like you know the the big macro breweries and stuff, right? The loggers and stuff. 
as a little beer can actually be really good. That's a wonderful. from there. That's a wonderful, wonderful discovery when you realize beer can be better than what you're drinking. <laughs> it, it's it's not like what you snuck from the uncle's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or what you could buy, you know, for you know five bucks for a twenty four pack or whatever. Right, your 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 college your college whatever the cheapest suitcase in college was. Right. Yeah. So what was uh, after after that? I mean, what 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 made you want to brew? I, 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 I you know. Well, you know, it was I uh, I saw the they had a homebrew kit on Groupon, and it was back when my <laughs> Groupon was like brand new. Right. Oh gosh, I think I had just turned twenty one, or maybe I was twenty two. But I was like, oh, that seems like fun. So I bought it, and I brewed a batch, and it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, well, I mean, maybe I did it wrong. So I brewed, I bought another. I had the stuff, so then I just bought the kit, the extract kit, and I brewed another batch, and it, it was also pretty bad. <laughs> but I was like, man, but this is this is still really fun, because then I can share them with friends, and you know, all your friends are like, oh, this is great. I love this. It's like, mm, okay, thanks. <laughs> but just kind of went from there. Uh, I kind of had stopped brewing for a while until I joined ZZ Hops, and I kind of really amped it back up again with that, because it kind of got me back into the the whole like spirit of brewing. So how long ago was that when you first did that kit? Oh gosh. Um, I want to say it was like 12 or 13 years ago. Oh wow. So you were an early adopter of the kits. It was way, it was, I think they were still fairly new. It was Midwest supplies uh, was the kit that who had the kit. And it was, I think back when they were still fairly new for the online market anyway. I, I don't, I don't know about you, Nick. I like beer. You like beer. I like beer. You like bourbon. I do. Whiskey, things like that. There's never been a time I thought, well, maybe I can make my own ever. You ever? <laughs> I've never, that just never has occurred to me. Well, I like to cook. We, we've had this before. Right. We've discussed it. And before. I've, uh, but when I think about, yeah, I, I could brew my own, it, that just seems too hard. There's too many math and rules and, I don't think it's super hard. Just know on the 5011 beer, uh, beer, uh, what do you call it? Days brew days. Damn. <laughs> on the, you know, I've been on 5011 brew days. That's a shit ton, by the way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we need to start having graphics pop on the video screen. <laughs> right. Shit ton. Shit ton. Junior. <laughs> yeah. I've just never really, you know, I'm like, yeah, that's cool. But I don't think I want to do that. Because people ask me all the time, you should open a brewery. You should open a brewery. I, that would be awesome, but I'm not going to be the brewer. I'm going to have somebody else do that shit. Yeah, there are people that are already really good at it. Yeah. I want to drink their beer. Yeah. So, so when, when you, you 12 or 13 years, you said, in between when you did the kits and then you got into CC Hops, was there, you know, what was that thing that said, you know what, I'm going to try it again, but this time it's going to be good. <laughs> I mean, that seems like a little bit of, a little perseverance there to be. I had two that I didn't like. Yeah. It, you know, I just, um, talking to the guys at then ZZ hops and you, you join the Facebook group and, uh, everyone's there. It's just, they, if you, if you have questions or anything, everyone's always willing to help and, and jump in and just, you know, lend a hand. But I mean, the way they talk about it, I was like, well, maybe I can do this. And they gave me a bunch of pointers and I went back home and I started, I, I decided I was going to brew again. And, um, I brewed a, um, a watermelon wheat extract beer and it turned out pretty good. It was a little extracty, but it turned out really good. And, uh, I, uh, that was when I decided that, uh, I needed to get away from extracts and I was going to do all grain. So that's when I upgraded to the all grain system and that's where it really took off. I would think that that's a level of, uh, Brewers seem to be, you know, tinkerers, right? They right. like getting in and messing around with all that doing shit. Yeah. Well, but I think that move from extracts, right, to that next level, like that's that's got to feel real good. Like I'm in it now. But that's pretty impressive, though. To say I'm going to do, you know, the extract, fuck them up a couple of times, and then the next one, you're like, eh, I think I'm ready to make that leap. I got <laughs> that's pretty ballsy. I went one for three at the plate. <laughs> right. I'm going. I'm swinging for the fences this time. <laughs> I'm all in. <laughs> so, so once you once you did that that wheat, 
where you're like, okay, I can, I can handle it. So when you jump to the all grain, how'd that go? You know, we did, I did the first all grain and it was scary going into it. Cause I mean, I'd never, I'd never done all grain. I, I had my little three gallon pot that I would brew with my little extracts that I would pour in. And it, that was easy. Um, and then I went to the all grain being you had the mash and the sparge and all the, the big words back when you don't really know how to brew. And it, it seems scary going into it, but then you start doing it and uh, you realize, oh, there really isn't much to this. It's a lot of just sitting around and watching. There, there's that. <laughs> but the first I did a, um, it was an amber ale and it turned out awesome. And I was like, okay. You're on to something. I, I, yeah, I, I think switching from the extracts is, it was the way to go. And I converted that watermelon wheat recipe to an all grain, and it is still probably the fan favorite. I've brewed it so many times I can't even count anymore. And I bring it to all the festivals, and everyone just eats it up. They love it. Because, you know, you fast forward to those, you know, from those stories. I remember the first time you came to Blarney Brew Off. Mm -hmm. um, I think that was your, was that your first festival? That was my first festival. And at, at, at that point, because that was maybe four years ago, three um, years ago. That would have been more than the first ago, one, right? Yeah, probably three years ago. Yeah. At that point in your maturation of brewing, <laughs> how many batches in were you at that point, you think? Because that's, I mean, because when you came to that competition, when you came to that festival, mm -hmm. the shit that you had, I was like, oh, shit, Brett got it down. Yeah, and really... We weren't that many all grain batches into, into uh, it. We did maybe two or like three, three or four. And then it was that toward the end of the year, and we're like, I think we should do competitions next year. And Blarney was up coming up and we signed up. And um, I think all the beers we brought, except for the watermelon wheat, were first time, first time out, first time we'd ever brewed them. We did the, uh, I, my favorite still was the bring them to the yard, the milkshake IPA. Yeah. Back before milkshake. Before IPA. milkshakes were even a thing. He yeah. Did one of those. They weren't even a thing. And yeah. we, we did it. And then here, fast forward uh, six months to a year later, and it's like they're everywhere. It's like, oh, well, hey. <laughs> you, you, you get to label yourself trendsetter. Yeah. You're a, you're a, a influencer. Yeah. 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 I, you yeah. should probably just walk to the other boot, other bars and like ask for royalties. <laughs> <laughs> I copyrighted yeah, this like three years ago. I'll, I'll take my, uh, my cut. <laughs> you know, I, I will, I will say, Brett, you do do some good beers. I just said do do. You do do some good beers. That was terrible. Eh, anyway, five points. No, it's not, that's not even worth a point. Do I, do. Did, I didn't mean to say it. That's, that's the thing. <laughs> it's, it's crazy though because. You've kind of become quite prolific um, at these competitions. You've won a few things. Tell us about that. Yeah, yeah. So um, <clears throat> two years ago was our first year, three years ago, whenever we started, was our very first year of competitions. And our goal was if we can make it to the top half, then, I mean, I'll be thrilled if, if we could just be that top half. And we were – just about the top half. I think we were like maybe three up from the middle on the first two competitions. And then uh, we had three beers at Blarney and we entered a few of the random like BJCP judge competitions. And at the end of last year or the end of that year, I was like, okay, next year we're bringing it. <laughs> <laughs> and we brought seven beers to which Blarney. Is, which is ridiculous. We started oh, wow. brewing in December for March because we basically brewed every single weekend and we had all the fermenters full and we were juggling beers and just rotating things around. But we, we won uh, first place. Yeah. In that <laughs> one. So what was that, that like? You're probably like, Oh shit. Well, yeah, we, so that was, a, it was fun. It was really windy that day and our tent almost blew away, but we were tired and um, we packed the car up and we went home. We didn't even go to grains and taps listen to the awards because we're like, ah, eh, we, we won't win anything. So we'll just go home. And I pulled it up online on my, my laptop and I was watching them announce it. And he said, fly over brewing and Kinsey heard him and she was all freaking out. And I'm just sitting there staring at the laptop. Like, wait, 
what did I hear? Did I, what? <laughs> and she's like, put the dog away, get in the car. We're going back to Grayson Pass. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah. And then we did a few more and we, 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 I think we took home maybe five or six medals last year. And last year you had, uh, uh, that beer grains of taps, right? Yeah. Yeah. We did our, uh, for winning the Blarney, we did our scale up. We had the, uh, juicy situation, which was the Citra IPA. On it was grain. good. Yeah. So what, what was that like getting, you know, you're doing your homebrew system and you win this competition and now you get to go to grains and taps and, and brew like 50 gallons of, of your own beer. What's that like? I think it's crazy. It's, it's still surreal having a beer on tap at a, at a, a place like that and just going into it the biggest thing was okay so what beer do we want to brew we got to pick a good one so that people like it and uh then you go and you 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 go from doing a bag of grain that's like uh, 13 pounds to these big old 50 pound bags of grain that you're dumping in and you're, <laughs> you're doing you know handfuls of hops and then the big system you're doing cutfuls of hops right just throwing these in here it's just it's just it's a it's a almost a surreal feeling it's really cool it, is that just simple math expanding your recipe is is because I, I look i don't <laughs> like math to begin with but i think i would go from you know my home system that would fit on this table and then i'd walk you know i'd walk into the behind the fence there at grains and taps and i'd probably just freeze <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's i mean i didn't do any of the the calculations and stuff to scale it up. We just sent Brad Fry the recipe and he did all the math and stuff. But um, from what I hear, it's not a simple, just adding more grain and stuff. You, it's There's like a science behind um, getting the right number of, the right amount of each of them. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Yeah, what yeah, that's yeah. like to. It's it's pretty complex really to get to get the right number. So it's not just, adding the they're taking this and say okay we're going to double it so just double everything you got to really think about it this right the real the real question is though you've got your beer on tap at uh grains and taps every time you went in there did you drink it oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> What's and how many times did you tell your friends make sure you get that one we got to run up the score oh i told everybody <laughs> i we we even printed off flyers to hand out and we hung them at a few local places saying hey come up come up yep. and see us at the opening and what's really cool is we were there for the opening night then they tapped it and we got the first pour off of the keg that night and then uh fast forward to i don't know i think it was like maybe december or november when it finally kicked and we were there we we killed it nice nice <laughs> you killed like, your own beer awesome. We killed, we started it and finished it. <laughs> That's awesome. So, you know, a lot of homebrewers, they go to these competitions and they do quote unquote branding or they might do, you know, a fancy jockey box or something, you know, to stand out because they have competitions for what your, your setup looks right, like. Right. Um, Brett, talk about you really, ha you've had, you have a brand. When you first came to the festival, you had all the things like you were an actual brewery. Tell us about the name, how you came up with it. And what, what was the thought process behind what you guys do? Yeah, so um, I brew with my friend Kyle. He's also in ZZ Hops. Um, and we, we've been to high school together. We've been friends forever. But well, we decided that if we were going to do the competitions and stuff, we, we are just going to sit down and we're going to come up with a name. So we had a whole notebook filled. We just started writing names down. And uh, my wife actually came up with our name. Uh, it was from one of the songs that she listens to on the radio or whatever. Uh, they call uh, Kansas City the flyover state. So I was like, well, that's... Is that Luke Bryan? Who is that? That is. I think it's Luke Bryan. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I can't believe you know that. <laughs> man, I'm a man of many talents. <laughs> not sure if that's a talent. Yeah. <laughs> we, we settled on flyover brewing because we thought, oh, that's, that's pretty cool. Flyover state and... Um, so 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 mothers didn't come after you for copyright infringement no they haven't and i know there's actually a flyover brewing up in nebraska that hasn't said anything yet so there's uh, a flyover fest that mothers puts on right right we're just hoping that we're we're okay <laughs> under the radars that you're homebrewers yeah we came up with the name and then my uh, kyle who i brew with um does uh graphics design as his job oh i, I didn't know that 
so yeah, he that's what he does. He designs all the labels and uh like he come up with the logo, which kind of looks like oh, it's on this side. <laughs> it kind of <laughs> looks like pilot's wings and uh all of our beer labels he designs and there sometimes we'd come up with a beer name and then we're like, how do we brew a beer? Because this label's really cool. <laughs> that's how we that's how we come up with beer sometimes. <laughs> What is uh, what do you think is the most uh, out there kind of beer and, and and recipe that you've come up with, where you pushed the envelope, maybe? Yeah, so that was gonna be debuted this year at Blarney, that beer, because last year we did so well, and we're like, okay, well we've won first place now, so let's just kick it up a notch and let's do something really crazy that we've never done, and. Uh, we both kind of collabed and brew, er, and uh, wrote the recipe together, and uh, it was it's called Fly the Flag, and it is a rum barrel aged black IPA. Oh, um, salt, right? Brew it any uh, brew it anyway. We'll, we'll come over and drink it. <laughs> oh, we brewed it. Oh, we brewed it. And really? it was back. We started. We're brewing. gonna hit pause on this show for you're not a wanna. Give me ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh, we brewed it in January. Because Blarney was coming up in March. And uh, so we had started brewing for Blarney before the shutdown. And uh, we brewed it. And we we waited. And then they canceled it. So we're like, okay, well, let's drink this thing. Let's see if it is any good. And it it, it turned out awesome. I so you're, t- a, a so you're telling me it's all all gone. Oh, it's gone. It's oh, gone. Wow. <laughs> Worst guest ever. Are, I'm pretty sure I saw you during the at some point during the pandemic. Yeah, Man, yeah. I, I think I just lost his invite to come back. <laughs> One and done, baby. Yeah, but I we we will definitely be bringing it again. It turned that out. sounds fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So, do you have uh, any styles that you like to drink more than others? What's what's your jam? It really depends on the season. Uh, I know I'm sure everybody says that. Um, we like to do a lot of IPAs in the summer. Um, we did. We had the watermelon wheat that's always a fan favorite, and we got a pool last year, luckily. For this year, we got to enjoy it, so we brewed a poolside pounder. The uh, watermelon wheat's called the picnic. <laughs> Phrasing. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, Phrasing. This one's called the poolside pounder, and it was a peach wheat, and it turned out really well. I think that's also um, a video somewhere. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to put money on that one. <laughs> I'm going to put money on, money on that. Yeah, generally brew lighter stuff in the in the summertime, and we start switching to the uh, darker stuff in fall, which is why we did the pumpkin spice latte porter, and um, we do a beer every year called Over an Open Fire, which is a chestnut beer, a chestnut winter warmer, and we brew it with uh, four pounds of fresh Missouri-grown chestnuts. Really? Mm-hmm. So we'll be brewing it here shortly, probably in the next couple of weeks. And what style is that? Uh, it's, you know, it's kind of one of those, this, it's cold, it's a winter warmer, but there's really not a winter warmer in the BJCP, so. Right. So it's boozy? Falls, it kind of just falls into like a strong ale. Oh, gotcha. That's interesting. Chestnuts. I never thought of that. Mm-hmm. I, I like the sound of it. Okay. I mean. I mean, it sounds like it's tasty. So it's, yeah, once you do it, you make sure you, you we'll, we'll drink some on the show. Okay. <laughs> so. Now you're on the hook, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so you've kind of, you know, you've been around. Are you a Kansas Cityite? Are they Kansas? I am. Are you? So you've kind of city and ite ish. Yeah. Yeah. You've kind of born here, and I grew up in Grain Valley. Oh, Grain Valley's about to get a brewery. Yeah, they are. Yeah, look at that. The slash distillery. Oh, distillery as well. Well, of course, yeah. it's Grain Valley. Yeah, I know, right? So see what Where's there. that going? I don't know. I've never been to Grand uh, Valley. So it's right on Main Street next to the railroad tracks. Okay. Okay. Is right everything there. on in Main the, Street by the railroad there. tracks in Grand Valley? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I've never been there. <laughs> so you've kind of seen the the beer scene kind of change over you know the course of the years. What's what's been what's been who what's been your kind of I wouldn't, I'm not going to say who's your favorite brewery, but who do you like out there? And what, 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 that. what <laughs> and what's your take on how, because Kansas City, and over the last five years is, I mean, how over the last Explosion. three, over the last three, just on, on this side of the county has changed. What's, 
what's your take and what's who who you digging oh yeah it's it's crazy how it just kind of exploded it went from we had a handful to now we don't have enough time in the year to go to all of these unless you go every day um but yeah there are quite a few i go i like to go to the local ones around me like the east 40 the wind shift uh diametric and grains and taps and stuff like that but uh, I mean, I really like the stuff that Big Rip's doing out there. Um, yeah. BKS, like your shirt, that they've got some killer stuff. If you can um, get it, I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, um, I've been to—I haven't been to service yet. Uh, I was going to try to make it out there this year, but it hasn't really—I haven't really done the Kansas side yet, but. Six of them are alma mater is pretty good. Um, right. I, I'm there's just so much out there. It's hard to really pick a good favorite. Well, I don't. Yeah, I can't say I have a favorite, but I have places that I'll like. Oh, those that's those are on my rotation. Yeah, I have it's, frequent frequent establishments. Yeah, so yeah. I can't say that that's my favorite brew because I mean, just all of them are doing such different things too. Because you can yeah. go like you said, service has this. <laughs> oatmeal cookie beer which i'm gonna have to have yeah uh, that sounds amazing yeah she's kind of killing it right now uh, yeah yeah you know i, I kind of like it <laughs> yeah he has a shirt that says a uh, courtney service fanboy so there's that <laughs> maybe <laughs> pretty all right <laughs> well it looks like nick's out of beer so um yes mystery beer number two i am out of beer now <laughs> uh-oh so Big, big brown, brown paper bag. You know, you just said to the, like, there's, they're all doing different things you know, out of service. She's, she does a lot of kind of funky, I call them the dessert beers. Right. Um, you get a lot of, well, everybody's doing the milkshake and the hazy. But I mean, is there kind of a, and I don't really want to say style, but I mean, are, are, do you like to go after the, the, the really weird, the funky stuff? Generally, yeah. If, if it's different. Um, cause there for a while when, when this was still kind of booming, I mean, it's definitely changed nowadays, but when this, when the craft beer started really getting big, everyone had, they had a lager, they had a pale ale, they had an IPA and stuff like that, but no one had anything that was like, wow. Um, and then, I mean, until really, till diametric came around and they started popping out some weird stuff like the malt <laughs> fall and. Then Fringe started doing, they did the cotton candy one. Right. Pickle, pickle beer, I think. Of yeah. Music. Wrong. Um, but yeah. <laughs> oh, I agree. I hate pickles. <laughs> My man. No oh, pickles. God. Bad. Oh, God. Um, I, food I, of the devil. I can, I can, <laughs> I can see, I can see a, 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 a Brett, um, a fanboy of Brett shirt coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be brotherhood. That's it all is. it is. <laughs> the, yeah. Pickle haters. <laughs> The, yeah, the anti pickle interesting out there. I'll definitely, I'll definitely try to check it out. We, 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 will you drink the pickle beer though? Will you try it? Not even try it. I, wow. I tried one. You got to give me credit. Nigel brought me one and I tried it. So it I was tried, horrible. Uh, Windshift had a cucumber. Right, the cucumber or blackberry. And I, I tried the cucumber. Uh, no. no. See, here's the thing. I like cucumbers. Why ruin them by pickling them? I don't like cucumbers either. Oh. So, <laughs> so he's worse than you. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just all around. What do you think about St. Louis? <laughs> how, do you, how do you feel about St. Louisers? I mean, St. Louisans. Sorry about that. You've probably heard he has disdain for Cards fans. Oh, St. Yeah. Louis in general. Well, I'm I'm a Royals fan, so there you go. Look, if you grew up here, it's in your it's a birthright. It is. Did you crack another beer, Brett? I did. What what we got? This is uh, brownie points. Wow! It's From uh, where? Maplewood. Oh yeah, Maplewood. Yeah, it's a. They uh, St. Louis brown ale with vanilla. Uh, Chicago. Nice. Oh, right on. Nick, what you got? Uh, from Vanessa House Beer Company, we have a firework fight. It's a sour ale. I love it because uh, at first glance, when I just pulled out of the bag, it's like, is it going to be weird? Where's Waldo on the label? But it's a it bunch, it's looks a like bunch it of fireworks. Yeah, I like it. it. Cracked that open. I brought that from... Oh, <laughs> he shot the microphone with that one. <laughs> nice job. 
That's from Oklahoma City, Vanessa House. Shout out to Vanessa House. Uh, went to the brewery for the first time a couple weeks ago. Really, really good stuff. Two two glasses going and neither were empty. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I got confused as to which one was which. So, yeah, we tried to have a drinker and then we tried to have the mystery beers. and It gets confusing. What did you think of that last beer, by the way? I, I like that. That was a, that was an easy drinker. Yeah, like a, a, I mean that was. What do you call it? A, a patio pounder. <laughs> Darn Dirk Dickler. <laughs> I I would like to redo your label for that one. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'd like a shot at redoing that label. I got some ideas. You have to talk to the marketing department. We'll we'll, we'll workshop those. Ooh, that's that's tangy. What's the description of this one? Well, I like that. What's look, a, look. Anytime, on, anytime you take a drink and and you're you know you yeah. go in. Yeah. What's it say? I hate the small print. Yeah. This bomb pop inspired beer oh. reminds us of those July Fourth days being chased by older brothers with black cats, bottle rockets, and those super annoying white things that make loud noises when they hit the ground. We just wanted to enjoy our bomb pops and feel safe. Enjoy this beer and keep your head on a swivel. Yeah. It's not sour, but it's like it gets it hits the tangy. tangy it's like the, the it's like the sour patch candies or whatever. That yeah, kind of. The but bomb, you but bomb, you want more. But a sour bomb. Yeah, it's very refreshing. Well, well. No, done. I'm digging this. Yeah, I figured you would. Remember when I said I didn't like sour things? I lied. That's the that's the beauty of beer. Mm-hmm. Um, when we Which started this podcast, you didn't like sours. No, I liked sour candies and things, but I didn't like sour beers. And now I'm like, bring them on. Yeah, I mean, you're like Junior. Junior, Junior, Junior. You probably know Junior. He comes in uh, into Winshift. He and his wife a lot. Um, and he didn't like. He was drinking Budweiser before the before the pandemic. Oh, he wow. started. I don't. I don't do that. And now he's all over. He drinks everything. So, I, I, funny story. I saw them down at uh, Transparent on Saturday. They were walking in as I was walking out, and I went. I went to the to the uh, one of the bartenders, Tim. I was like, do not charge them for beer. <laughs> and so they show up to Windshift later that night. Motherfucker, you bought our beers? I'm like, yeah, gotcha. <laughs> I said, beer it forward, you know? That, that, that was fun to be able to do that to somebody. You know, so, sometimes you got to. It's a nice little thing. You know. Nigel's a good egg. A, a good egg. Oh, I've yeah. never been called an egg before. <laughs> Every once in a while, I do words that you don't you don't know you you don't like. That's true. That is, you do, yeah, you do I have some weird dork. words. You did bring dork back. You did uh, dork. Bringing, I'm making dork sexy again. <laughs> <laughs> dork dorkiness. Dork. <laughs> so what's what's uh, what's next for you know ZZ Hops? I know you guys are. You just had um, a competition. What was the competition you guys just did? Um. So we did we do it every year around. August, which is our when the uh, drafts for football season are out. So we do a, a fantasy draft, but instead of drafting like uh, players, you draft beer ingredients. And we have a set board with uh, a beer ingredients, beer ingredients on it. And you have to draft a certain amount of ingredients off the board. And then you have to brew a beer with it. Nice. <laughs> so it's, it's always really fun. And it always it always gets people to uh, sometimes come out of their comfort zone a little bit. Cause sometimes you, we have some crazy stuff on there like uh, bacon or uh, donuts or just some weird, uh, we had, we had tree root on there one year. Um, so. Making some yeah. sarsaparilla. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah. It's, it's just kind of gets people to brew something that they wouldn't normally brew. And uh it, it think it turned out really well, even for being remote and not being able to uh, meet. We still had a pretty decent turnout. Like we had uh, six people turn in. So, what 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 they come up with? What kind of beers? Oh gosh, um, I have the list here actually. So he's prepared. Turn, most prepared guest ever. of all time. Yeah, most prepared. <laughs> so we had um, a Munich Dunkel uh, with. Raspberry soft drink, <laughs> Gonjilo chilies, and bourbon. Um, a specialty IPA 
with uh, frozen mixed berries. Um, we had a spice and herb beer with coffee, peanut butter powder, and cocoa nibs. Uh, Hellas Bach with pineapple. Uh, stout with pecan pie and glazed donuts. That one was interesting. <laughs> and then we had a, another spiced beer with uh, apple, cinnamon, and chipotle peppers. Wow! Wow! So what? What was the, what was the winner? The winner of this was the Hellas Dunkel with pineapple. Huh. Huh. That sounds weird. That la- that last one sounded actually like it might be good. It does sound weird. Let's see the last one. Yeah, the last one did sound weird. It sounded like it'd be good. Uh, second place was the pecan pie and glazed donuts. Yeah. And then so, so actual was, pecan pie. I I guess yeah. The it's it's specified because we had pecans on the list and we had pecan pie on the list. So <laughs> he they picked pecan pie. So I assume they added pecan pie to the beer. That's <laughs> awesome. I mean, that sounds like some shit that Courtney would do. Or I would be shocked if she hadn't already. I'm sure she has dumped, dumped like a whole something of something in into her into her beer. I, I'm positive she has. Yeah, I mean, look if there's a crazy dessert or breakfast food, she's made it into a beer. Yeah, yeah. You missed out on the whole pickle series, though. I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had an appointment. You had the point. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't make it to that meeting. <laughs> I got a doctor's excuse. So, what are you thinking of the uh, the sour? That's pr- I, I like the sour. That's pretty tasty. I was taken aback at first because we just went from like a lager to uh, to that, but it's actually really good. Well, you went from a porch pounder <laughs> patio porch pool <laughs> <laughs> pounders. <laughs> That's all. That's all the all the pounders. So what's what's next in your in? Uh, do you have do you have designs on starting a brewery? I mean, you've got the brand already. You ever, you think about that at all? You know, we we talked about it for a while, but it's for right now. Um, it's it's just not feasible at the moment. Um, I mean, I did uh, last year start a homebrew. Um, supply selling so i could sell the homebrew surprise oh, bleh, words are hard i can sell the home homebrew supplies um but we don't have a space we just do it online um but i i we, we talked about doing a, a brewery but i just don't think we're quite quite there just yet but that was definitely not, be a dream now, now, let me you say not quite there yet is, is that just the money or I mean, because there there are two different things there. There's there's the capital to actually open a brewery, which I don't even want to think about that part of it. Or is it? Do you just think you're not ready? Well, I mean, there's a there's a few different factors. Um, I mean, definitely the money would be one thing, and then another thing would be losing my insurance. <laughs> <laughs> That's always something good because I'm very accident prone. I, I can't <laughs> go through a brew day without cutting myself or breaking something. So uh, <laughs> there's that aspect as well. And then location, got to find the location. And it's, there's a lot of factors. And I, I think the, at the time that we are at right now, we're just not ready to, yeah. to go to that scale. I, th- I think Kansas City could do what, what Oklahoma City does. They have the uh, Brewers Union. So let's say the three of us wanted to start a brewery, but we didn't have the capital to do a building or whatever. So you go brew your beer at the Brewers Union. Oh, so nice. there's several breweries in Oklahoma City, um, Vanessa House being one that started out at, at the Brewers Union, and Angry Scotsman and another one that now have their own locations. But before, um, you would brew your beer, you would still distribute it because Oklahoma City has, has some weird, I'm not sure how they do it, but even the smallest breweries, they might be on tap at another bar, at a tap room. Or they might be in the store on the shelf. So I've had Vanessa House beers before they ever had a brewery. So it's very interesting. I'm surprised Kansas City doesn't have something almost like where we are right now here, Bridge Space, right. being being a business incubator. Well, like Independence has a kitchen, right? Like that. So you know, have a have a brewery incubator for those who who are, who are want to perfect their shit. You know, they're on the cusp of 
yeah, I want to do a brewery, but I don't want to do it right now. I want to because I think I'm going to say Vanessa House was was at the Brewers Union for three or four years, still brewing their beers, right? Aren't there a couple of, of breweries around that have like a separate system that they let? I know, I know, Crane does. Crane has their pilot program. the pilot system, yeah. Because yeah. I know uh, Taylor's, but Taylor Jones has been in there brewing some beers. Uh, Brian yeah. Smith did some stuff over there. Eric's in there now doing some beers. Yeah, yeah. But he's the head. Uh, Eric Pagler? Uh, no, Eric Claycamp. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. He just released his first beer uh, a couple weeks ago. It was a fest beer. Um, he's got like two more that are brewed. One of them's getting cake tomorrow, and uh, another wow. one's going to be transferred over to something else uh, as well. So he's... They have a PSL coming out soon, I believe. Very nice. That's that's pretty cool. I did not know he was over there. Yeah. It, I mean, good on Crane for letting folks come in and, you know, screw up some shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if it's bad, they don't, they don't have to, yeah, they don't have to put it out if it's bad, right? Right. <laughs> now, are they, are they? <sighs> nice. That was an eight. Are they? Uh, yeah, don't get greedy. <laughs> <laughs> are they are they putting those on tap like like inside crane or, or are you just yeah as far as i know yeah. yeah yeah as far as i know that's awesome i mean yeah i i went up and picked up one a crowler of the best beer that he put out so that eric put out yeah that's that's something maybe that's maybe that's my entry into the into the game get a place and you can come brew your, you know i don't have to brew you can come brew your shit here you yeah, know, you pay you pay a little bit of rent or whatever. Yeah, that's actually I'd be I'd be curious to see, to see how the Brewers Union did it in Oklahoma City because it's quite the unique concept. I know other cities do it. I know in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, there's some places that will let you come in and you know brew your beer. Actually, the one the, one of our future guests, uh, Stacy uh, Ayo Ayo from England. Um, this bloke, he doesn't have a brewery, but he's distributing but he's brewing on somebody else's system. So until he decides to, Hey, I want to jump in and, you know, open my own spot. So it's, there's definitely a formula for that. Right. Right. I don't know what that formula would be. Well, but and I think that's the, you know, we talk a lot about, about, you know, helping people get into the business. We right. talk about, you know, entry points for, for, for diversity, for other, for people to get in, you know, maybe that's a thing where that takes away a barrier. Yeah. I will. I will give a shout out to uh, uh, Letitia Cook and Dom Cook from Culture. You know they they have that. It's a. It used to be just. It was a book originally. Right. Um, now it's a, a nonprofit. They just started a job board, and uh, it's taken off. Yeah. So basically, you know the whole. Oh, we can't find any minority car- candidates to work in beer. Well, now you can't use that excuse. They started this job board, so there's breweries all over the country that have these positions, so you can. Say you know they send your resume through it and they you have you have candidates now right you say you can't find them we found them for we you. found them for you so and they just um, literally today through their foundation uh, with a partnership with Cicerone just gave three scholarships to take the exam oh was that announcement today yeah I knew it was coming yeah that's that's because it's not it's not cheap to to take that test no. You know, because most people don't even pass it on the first time. Right. So, and mm-hmm. it's not like it's redeemable for the second time. <laughs> you you got to pay again. So shout out to culture. So, yeah. So, so it's kind of, you know, having the job board is kind of like having a place. Hey, brewers who want to home brewers, you want to try to go pro? This is where we do it. Right. That's our next business plan right there. There we go. <laughs> hey, that's I would be in on that. I that that would be the place that we're at right now. Let's, let's yeah let's market and see if we're actually that good. <laughs> you know, I, and I think there's enough. You know, just I mean, just judging from the festivals, you know, when they're homebrewers, you know, just just ZZ Hops alone, not counting you know the mashers or you know the other the other groups. There's a lot of there's a lot of good brewers out there. Well, and I think there's a lot of brewers too who like maybe they have one that's really good. Yeah. And so, you know, twice a year you could do a run. Right. Put it out there, make a little bit of money. And you don't have to you don't have to worry about being I mean, like, I can if if you're thinking about it, you go look at somebody at like diametric. I'm never keeping up with them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but 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 
your your homebrew team, you've got one or two really right. good ones that you know you're nailing it. Sure. Yeah, because I, I I think about some of those festivals and some of the other groups and some of the beers that they bring always, you know, to those festivals. You're like, man, that's a good ass beer. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's there's definitely there's some opportunity out there to do something like that. I'm I'm gonna look into that. I, you know, I th- I think we just had a brainstorming session. Well, the, it always the, happens on, over on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, there's bad things don't happen over drinks, do they? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> drinks always equal good ideas. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> by the way, I almost got that with total straight face. <laughs> can, we, can, we, can we put that on our website on the shirt? Yes. Yes. Uh, speaking of which, we're going to pause as part of our partnership with Dyer Oil Graphics. There will be a new Beers with Nigel website coming soon with merch. With merch. Ooh. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, merch, not really merch. So I know you asked you want you want to do a, a Christmas beer. I gave you my my style idea too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gonna happen. We getting a brew day set up? Yeah, Tony Tony Winship's gonna let that yes. make that happen. His answer was hell yeah. So there's gonna be a beers with Nigel beer before the end of the year. So I, I am excited <laughs> about my first brew day. You you need to be. No, I'm hyped. You're, I'm, I've been telling people about. We're, it. we're gonna give you the Brian Busby treatment. Oh yeah. <laughs> if look, if I am even like two percent as cool as Brian Busby for one day. <laughs> I'm taking it. For those who don't know, Brian Busby, local uh, local weatherman, meteorologist. He's, he's been around forever. Yeah, he came in the windshift. He loves sours. Super talented guy. So we we uh, he's doing three beers actually, but he actually came in and did he did all the milling. He did all the things. He looked yeah. like a brewer. The pictures were awesome. Yeah, there's a video out there right now. We're gonna look. We're gonna total dock this thing up. I mean, there's gonna be video of brew day. Dock it up. Dock it up. Let's dock up this last mystery beer. All right, let's do it. Uh, did you crack, crack up another one there, Brent? Uh, I have not since the the brownie points. Well, I would say you need to. I, w- I will say you probably have... Uh, you've drank a... Uh, you've been drinking more beer than most of our guests. I'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fine. That's the idea. Well, I definitely... Uh, He's come strong with each beer. Yeah. I don't have anywhere to go, so, I mean, that's, might as well. that's fair. There what do go. we got here? Local. Local Strange Days Brewing. Stratafords. Fjords. 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 Hmm. What we got here. I don't even know what that is, but I don't either. There's no uh, description except for 6.7. Should I look it up? Sure, why not? Strata Fjords. Yeah, let's, you know, it always makes good audio when we pause to look things up on our phone. Well, just, just keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was impressive. That was like a 7.7. How do you get, how do you get the point seven? I mean, it's, was that the finish? It was strong. It was strong. It was strong. Brett, what'd you pour this time, buddy? This is the uh, Ella on Holiday, the Dry Hop Lager by Pathlight. Oh, those are cool little labels. Mm-hmm. I think I might have had that at the brewery. Great brewery, by the way. Mm-hmm. I, it, I, I got a little bit of, of design background. So that I think one of my favorite things about the craft beer world is is the labels. Just the oh. things that people come up with. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm blown away almost every time around here. Torn label has mm-hmm. amazing artwork. Oh yeah, yeah, the alpha pale. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know, graphic artists too. A lot of them. I mean, they live for the client that lets them do a beer label. I mean, that's like that's like the golden ticket. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Because the beer label, that's. That's when I, when I go shopping for beers at the grocery store. I haven't been to the grocery store in a while, but when I do, I'm not looking at the beer, the style, or the company that's brewing it. I'm looking at the label first. Really? And that's one of the few things that you can do that where it's like you're not going to get screwed by a great label and a poor product. Yeah, most likely you won't. That's interesting. That um, I've never thought about that. I'm going to have to try that strategy. Go and just buy all the cool-ass labels. I shop label first, and then I, I look at what it is. Really? 
The yeah. only time I've been a, and and not even I really can't even say disappointed. Maybe almost disappointed was um. Ah crap! Now my story's horrible because I just went blank on who it, it was. It happens over in uh, Lawrence. They do the funky beers. They've been around a while. Uh, Near Lawrence. Uh, oh, and Mastery Rogue. Who? One of one of their beers. Oh dang it! I'm lost. Never mind. No, never. <laughs> we'll edit that out. No, we, no, we won't. No, no, we won't. <laughs> we don't. We don't edit. Look, even when we screw up, it's out there for everyone. So Strata Fjords is a is a. Uh, Hazy IPA. And I'm guessing it's Strata hops, I guess. Because Fjords, there's several different versions that they do. And this one is the Strata. I like that. That's just a, a yeah. nice yeah. hazy IPA. Kind of fruity. That's a good beer. I haven't been down there in a while. I need to go down there. Down to Strange Days. A little, little, little citrus action there. Yeah, that's tasty. Very nice. Very nice. So, Brett, man. Uh, thanks for coming on, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. It's, it's been, been good to kind of get to know you and find out your little beer journey, and you know how you how you've made it to the top, uh, being the president of a, <laughs> of a homebrew club. The you, man you probably never thought club. that would be the. That would be, yeah. Oh no, no. Well, where do, does this? I where does that go on your resume? Right. I mean, it should go somewhere, right? Special interest. Remember, they used to have that section. Oh. Is yeah. that still a thing? I haven't done a resume in so long. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I need to, actually. <laughs> it's about time. Oh, yeah. wait. <laughs> I did not say that. You did. You did. But, hey, no, uh, we appreciate it. It's, uh, again, you're the first homebrewer representative, except for that weird, uh, that crazy shit we did a while back. But, you know, uh, the representing the whole club. It's pretty impressive. So I'm sure... Um, We'll post this on the ZZ Hops page, and they'll probably give you hell for it. I'm sure. Oh, sure, I'm sure, but it's fine. <laughs> you want to? Do you want to embarrass anyone else in the club right now? I mean, I'm just going to give you a free platform if you want to embarrass anybody. You know, I. Mean, I oh, okay. No, I, mean, I don't, don't want to. I don't want to embarrass anybody because I don't want to. I don't want to set that expectation. I want people to be welcomed to the club. <laughs> so when you're here, you're like a part of the family. I don't. I don't want to embarrass everybody. So, I figured if you embarrass somebody, I just make them the next guest. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking Alex Workman, actually. Oh, I was going to say, I was like, well, <laughs> Alex Workman. <laughs> <laughs> Any parting words from you? Parting words. Uh, I've never asked that before. Wow. No, where, where can people find you? If Flyover Brewing? Yeah. Dizzy Hops? How, how do people, you know, reach out for, you know, for those sort of things? Um, we we have websites for both. We have a flyover website and we have a ZZ Hops website, uh, ZZHops.com. Um, but Facebook is where we keep most of our information up to date. So just check us out on Facebook uh, at Flyover Brewing or at ZZ Hops. How about the, uh, how about the homebrew supplies? Homebrew supplies is uh, at Just Keg It. Just Keg It. Nice. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Yeah. How surprised were you when you when you went you you know you typed in to see if that URL was available and it was there? Oh my gosh! So my wife came up with that name too, and she's like, "What's the just keg it?" Because that's what because what when I first started, I was like, "I just want to do kegging supplies. I don't want to do like the grains and the hops and all that because that stuff's like expire. It, it can expire. Perishable stuff. Let's just do the stuff that isn't perishable." And she's like, "What's the just keg it?" Because that's what you're doing. And I was like, "Okay." And I, we typed it in, and I was like, that's surely taken. And it wasn't. And I was like, okay, we're doing this tonight. <laughs> hey, I'm going to offer you a, a, a suggestion here and a piece of advice. Your wife seems to have all the good ideas. You should, you should probably not screw that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we just hit five years on Saturday. so. Well, there you happy go. Congratulations. Yes. Yeah, happy, happy anniversary. Thank you. Nick, where can they find us, man? You can find the Beers with Nigel podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, pretty much any of your favorite podcast apps. Facebook as well. Facebook. Beers with Nigel. Beers with Nigel. Twitter. Beers with Nigel. Uh, what else? Vimeo. Vimeo. And soon, soon, a new website and a new YouTube channel. Those, and are, those are coming. Where can we find uh, Dire Graphics? And if you want to find Dire Oil Graphics, it's DireOilGraphics.com. They are your unique partners for all of your branding needs. If you're looking to take it up a notch, you know, make your stuff 
stand out from everybody else. These are the partners. You Dude, need. just cool ass stickers like we have. That's Look, that. have you have you seen our stickers, Brett? I have. They're, they're pretty awesome. cool. They're they're dope. I love it. <laughs> That's his design. He gets all the credit. <laughs> I I did. I, I think he was drinking some whiskey one night. I, I did get <laughs> rather intoxicated and make that design. <laughs> like I don't I don't have a lot of winners in my design portfolio. That one I like, but uh, the folks over at Dial Aura Graphics they uh, they made it work. Well, you know, uh, it's been a good show. This this show is actually accident free. <laughs> <laughs> but you're saying something. We I'm glad we didn't have a streak of two. Yeah, somebody backed up this car last show. Oh no! I had to, I so he left. We kept it going. It's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you flew solo. I was talking to Rodney from uh, uh, from uh, uh, three, three halves. Yeah. So he went out, took took care of. He came back, and we continued the show. It was fine. <laughs> That's what we do. We don't edit. We we do not edit. Except that one time. Except that, except that one time. Thanks, you, guys. You, you know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks, guys, for watching, listening, hanging out with us on Beers with Nigel. We'll be back soon. Um, we might be going international next. So the next the next episode might be from somebody from across we're, the pond. We're flying across the pond. Boy, that would be a fucking hood, wouldn't it? <sighs> we're going on location. We're going. <laughs> Dream big, baby. Dream big. We should talk to our sponsors. Like <laughs> we need to talk to our sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, hey uh, Dyers, yeah. we're, we're going to need a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Peace out. You have been listening to Beers with Nigel, a show about beer and other stuff. Hosted by Nigel Woodbury and that other guy, Nick Parker. Beers with Nigel is a proud member of the Fredcast Network, and it's available on your favorite podcast apps. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Beers with Nigel.